Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. All kinds of vehicles are used in the commission of crimes or as getaway transport. And today we look at crimes of probably one of the least practical getaway mobiles, the humble bicycle. I'm Tori Hodgman and welcome to the Smooth Criminal Podcast. Bikes are commonly stolen. They're lightweight and you can literally hop on them and ride away. But in San Francisco, a most unusual bike theft occurred. And let's just say, on this occasion, the bike in question was probably very easy to spot. Why? Because an unidentified culprit with a red beard and ponytail and wearing Skechers sneakers somehow managed to steal a seven-foot unicycle from the San Francisco International Airport. The unicycle belonged to acrobat Rong Nui, also known as the Red Panda Acrobat, who would juggle and balance plates on her head and feet whilst perched on top of the bike, and she was a regular performer for the Golden State Warriors, the Los Angeles Clippers and the LA Lakers. Distressed at the theft of the unicycle, which was sitting with her luggage outside the airport while she waited for her driver to arrive, the Red Panda Acrobat offered a $2,000 reward for its safe return. The Red Panda Acrobat said she'd owned the unicycle for 30 years and was absolutely heartbroken. Her agent, Pat Figley, said, It's like her baby was kidnapped, and left a message for the thief saying they would accept the return of the unicycle without any questions. Despite this and the $2,000 reward, the unicycle was never returned, Still in California, a man by the name of Mark Moore terrorised the suburb of Richmond over several months. Well, okay, look, terrorised is a bit of an exaggeration. But he had people locking up their bikes because he was a serial bike thief who, when caught, was found to have 10 bikes, 57 bicycle tyres, 24 bike wheels, 21 bike seats, 4 bicycle frames, a gun and ammunition all stashed at his house. So what led to Mr Moore's ultimate arrest? Well, the stupid twit tried to sell one of the stolen bikes on Craigslist, but here's the kicker. He tried to sell it to the person he had stolen it from. Smooth. Real smooth. But in another part of the US, Portland, Oregon, which has been dubbed Bike City USA, also has had a bit of a bike theft crisis. According to a report from the Portland Police Bureau, Over 13,000 bikes have been reported stolen, but the likelihood of catching the thieves and getting a conviction is around only 2%. Also in Portland, out in the bush, oh hang on, bush, uh, what would Americans call it? Like out in a remote wooded area, there is a spot colloquially referred to as the bicycle boneyard. It's basically a dumping ground of discarded bikes, bike parts and rusty tools where many of the stolen bikes end up. Now over to Vancouver, Canada, where the police accidentally stumbled across 148 stolen bikes, e-bikes and scooters valued at over $100,000, 
when they were investigating a totally unrelated crime in September last year. The police uncovered the huge stash of bikes when they raided some storage lockers in Vancouver's east side and admitted that finding the rightful owners to return them all would be very tricky. The police used their discovery to remind the community to register their bikes and also to file a report if their bike was stolen, as a really alarming number of bike owners worldwide choose not to report the theft. While four men were arrested in relation to the discovery, they were eventually released without charge. Okay, let's move on to some rather unusual crime stories involving bikes. In Singapore, an odd job worker landed himself in jail for six months after he went on an alcoholic binge and ended up in a heated argument with his neighbour while completely naked and then threw his bike off the 15th floor apartment balcony. Apparently he was about to throw a second bike over the balcony when the police, who'd been called by the neighbour, arrived. In court, the judge told the offender to sort out his drinking problem after the 54-year-old Philip Sudan Dunaraj pleaded guilty to numerous charges, including theft and performing an obscene act in public. But that wasn't the only bike-tossing story I found from Singapore. A 47-year-old was also arrested for throwing a bike off a 15th floor, and a 14-year-old was arrested for lobbing a bike from the 30th floor in a housing development building. Luckily, no one was hit by any of those falling bikes. But in a case where throwing a bike was for good, not evil, this fabulous story out of China warms the cockles of the heart. In Wenzhou in 2013, two thieves on a scooter snatched the handbag of a woman walking along the footpath. A quick-thinking man who witnessed the entire event unfold as he was riding his bike jumped off it and threw the bike at the culprits, knocking them off the scooter, where they were detained by citizens until the police arrived. What a legend! Now, in a weird combination of that earlier story involving the bike tosser and also the argument with the neighbour when the dude was totally nude, in 2007, back in the USA, a man was caught by his hostel cleaner who opened the door to find him um, riding his bike if you know what I mean. The janitor called the police, but due to the fact that no one else witnessed the guy fucking his bike, he wasn't charged. But the same can't be said of a bike fucker who was terrorising Stockholm in Sweden for months back in 2013. In fact, one bike owner by the name of Per Erdstrom, who witnessed his bike being violated so many times, installed a security camera outside his home in the hope the bike fucker would be identified and caught. The bike fucker was kind of weird too because his thing was to slash one of the bike tyres and then masturbate as he watched the tyre deflate. Okay. And even weirder, the tyre deflator isn't the only Swedish dude who had enjoyed masturbating over bikes. In 2007, a 35-year-old man was arrested and convicted after he'd been spotted wanking over at least 20 bikes, also in the city of Stockholm. Let's change the subject now and look at some cases where bikes were used as getaway bikes. To St. Paul, Minnesota, where a woman was at home and putting her kids to bed when she heard a noise downstairs. 
After going down to investigate, she spotted a man and woman running out the back door of her home. She chased them out into the backyard where she spotted them piling up bags, presumably full of stolen goods, onto bicycles which they then rode down the side of the house. Now a neighbour who coincidentally was arriving home blocked the thieves with his car and called the police. And when the cops arrived, they searched the bags that Charles and Pernella Bull had loaded onto their bikes and found a laptop, a desktop computer, a toolbox, a handbag and some other household items. Mr and Mrs Bull were arrested and charged and all of the items returned to their rightful owner. Even this year, a story out of California, where a bike again was used as an escape vehicle. After stealing a COVID-19 sample from a hospital that was meant to be taken to a lab for testing, the thief left the scene of the crime on a bike and hasn't been caught. And now over to Germany in 2017, where a pursuit was underway between the police and a suspect on a moped. The moped driver cleverly went down a narrow road, knowing that the cop car wouldn't fit, but undeterred the police stopped and one of them asked a child if they could use his bike so they could continue the pursuit. And it worked. The 27-year-old moped rider was charged with running a red light, driving under the influence and possession of an illegal substance. And the cops returned the bike to the helpful kid as well. Now another story from an airport, but this time it's the Memphis International Airport where a bike that had been checked in as oversized luggage led to the evacuation of the entire airport because they had a sticker on it that said, this bike is a pipe bomb. It took a whole day for airport authorities to pull apart the bike and realise it was not in fact a pipe bomb and the sticker was nothing more than a sticker for a band called, this bike is a pipe bomb. And quite coincidentally and super appropriate for this podcast, The band This Bike is a Pipe Bomb hails from Florida. Our last story in this episode is an opportunity for me to plug a series on my YouTube channel, Yum Tours, that's Y-U-M-T-O-R-S, where I'm currently going live with the series The Soft Six, where I catfish a Nigerian scammer wasting his time and data while he could have been scamming someone else. Now, I think it's a noble pastime, and I do pass on any information I get to the correct authorities. The reason I'm plugging my other channel is because the Nigerian scammer I catfished claimed to be from Portland, Oregon, and when I asked him what fun things there are to do there, he mentioned a vacuum cleaner museum, I shit you not, and a naked bike ride, which ties in nicely with our next story. In 2013, in Minneapolis, Minnesota, another city that boasts a naked bike race, a 42-year-old man found himself in trouble with the law after he was caught training for the naked bike race at 6am one morning, totally in the nude. While the police said they had no problem with him training for the ride, it would most definitely be preferable to do so wearing clothes. The man was charged with public indecency and also fined, And presumably next time he went for a spin, he did it in clothes. God, at least you'd hope so. So that's it for another episode of Smooth Criminal. And I need to apologise that this episode is going live on a Thursday, not a Wednesday. I had recorded the episode, had edited it, and when I uploaded it, it was at the speed of the sound of a chipmunk singing. 
I wasn't able to restore it or fix it, so I had to redo the whole thing. So apologies again, but I do hope you've enjoyed this episode. Also, I forgot to credit her at the start, but thank you so much to Julia of Melbourne for suggesting the theme for this week. You can listen to the Smooth Criminal podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, Podbean, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Antennapod, Downcast, the Smooth Criminal podcast channel on YouTube and through our website at acast.com. And why not join our Facebook page, Smooth Criminal Groupies? Please rate and review and share with your friends. Until next time, remember, don't get hit by, don't get struck by a smooth criminal.